MHV Voice, connecting people and sharing ideas. So we all know that our practices on farm impact environmental outcomes. When it comes to farm systems, the industry is continually looking at ways we can improve those outcomes. And whilst the large majority of our shareholders are at Good Management Practice, or GMP, we've got farmers who are going beyond that and others asking what's next. Today we're going to talk about advanced mitigation, or more rightly, the strategies that can be implemented on farm to improve environmental outcomes without any significant added cost. Advanced mitigation is a really broad topic, so we've split the podcast into two, and in this first one, we're going to focus on what it is for irrigation management. Uh, we're joined by a few experts who are Dr. Lee Burberry from Dairy NZ. He's one of their scientists. We've got Steve Vex, who is an advisor at Dairy NZ, and we've got Mark Everest, who's an independent farm systems advisor. Would you each be able to give me a bit of an introduction about yourselves? Steve, we'll start with you. Lucky me. I've I've got a farming and environmental background. Um, currently with Dairy NZ. Um, working within the environmental space, particularly around uh, nitrogen mitigation options. Excellent. Thanks for that, Steve. Lee? I'm a environmental scientist. I have a PhD in environmental science. My speciality is in groundwater and also um, research in development of edge and of field mitigations. Uh, I am a water quality scientist at Dairy NZ. And Mark, last but not least. Yeah, thanks Mel. Um, yeah, Mark Everest. I've been a farm consultant at McFarlane Rural Business for 14 odd years, um, focusing on improved resource use efficiency to enhance profitability and um, drive better environmental outcomes. Excellent. So I really appreciate you guys joining us today. We've done a couple of sessions um, in person with some of our shareholders and the feedback we got was excellent. And so we thought we'd take the opportunity um, to do a podcast so that we can spread the, the discussion a little bit further. I think probably the best place to start, you guys could describe, and maybe Mark, I'll start with you, how you describe the difference between advanced mitigation and GMP. Advanced mitigation isn't terribly complicated. Any, anyone can do it. We just put a box around it to try and shape up the next step of efficiency improvement. So it, it's actively reducing losses through critical thinking um, rather than implementing, uh, just grabbing something off the shelf and banging it on the farm, a moisture probe, for example. We look at good management practice. That was just understanding good practices and implementing them, there wasn't a need to comprehend the why. So with the advanced mitigation, we're looking at um, helping farmers develop an understanding of the how and the why of a particular practice works and how that interacts um, in the biophysical system. Um, and understanding those how those management practices behave with each other enables a more precise use of a resource be it water or nutrient or animals if we're more precise with the use of our resource then we result in less losses and less losses uh better for the environment i think that was a great answer for me further it's probably is just touching on that point of understanding the holistic nature of the biophysical system and the farm system and the interactions between that and it's i suppose in a way it's living and breathing all those um, activities which are more than just GMP and actually having sort of evidence to support that there is a process and system in place. So if we talk about, maybe we'll start with irrigation management. And I mean, for, for us at MHV and, and for the Hekio Heinz Plains where we operate, we're really fortunate we've got a groundwater and surface water program because it gives us really insightful data relating to the nitrate nitrogen levels. 
And so we see after a rainfall event, um, often we'll see a spike in nitrate nitrogen levels, and which is which is something we've obviously got to we've we've got to sort through. Um, I mean, it's not great for the farmer. They've got nutrient that's leaching through the pro profile away from the root zone. Um, the community doesn't want the contamination on the water either. With good management practice, um, there would be scheduling of irrigation based on the soil and crop requirements. But I suppose the 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 piece for me is what what goes beyond that. What is advanced mitigation when it comes to irrigation management, especially relating to that nutrient leaching? I, I think it's actually understanding um, the perspective of irrigation scheduling from an environmental point of view. So it's actually making the decisions around when is the right time to irrigate, how much am I going to do it, and what might be the environmental impact from me irrigating now. Uh, so it's understanding the probably the preciseness of when to apply and how much. Scheduling piece is really critical. Um, using the technology and actually embracing that and making some really good sound decisions around that. I think it's also knowing your risky periods. So the shoulders of the season, particularly in autumn, which goes into other mitigation options as well. But uh, knowing those things and actually practicing that and, and not over applying. I mean, I, when I was farming, um, occasionally I used to see the old rotor runner run in the paddock at the end of the paddock for a while and you're thinking now gosh I'd never do that now but it's kind mm -hmm. of just that knowledge and understanding of being able to um, enact all those good those practices over above good management practice. And so when it comes to to rainfall events because I mean one of the things I hear quite regularly is from farmers saying like I just don't want to get behind Um, you know how how do we how do we manage for that? I think um, understanding your soil types is absolutely critical. Um, at the end of the day, you know, if you apply too much, you're either going to get runoff or you're going to get soil drainage. And soil drainage is something that we we don't want. To. I mean, it's obviously going to cost money to be over applying, but you're also stripping those nutrients out of the soil. So the idea with anything with irrigation is to keep it within that that active growing growing medium, um, to not have uh, you know water passing through and carrying those nutrients into groundwater. You know, or it's it's getting dry, coming on restriction, and irrigate heaps and heaps of water but is actually the right thing to do from an environmental point of view it's probably not because I was exceeding the water holding capacity of the soil so I think understanding the soils their properties those kind of things and making management decisions around that is absolutely critical. I completely agree with um, Steve there um, but with regarding advanced mitigations I think the, the future lies in predictive forecasting as well looking forward to when it's going to rain keeping track of soil moisture levels and we become more um, professional and uh, certain about taking that risk. But yes, I absolutely agree with what Stephen Levy to say. Um, there's not a lot of point in continuing to pour water on top of a saturated sponge. It just runs all over the beach and out on the floor. And um, we do the same with water inadvertently. But um, the advanced mitigation irrigation management takes is designed to improve farmers' understanding so that we don't undertake those practices. So understanding what crop we've got, what the crop demands are of moisture from the soil, what the soil bucket's looking like, and taking into account that weather forecasting, but irrespective of, of how dry it looks like it's going to be, not overfilling that soil and still capitalising on rainfall. Now that's reasonably easy in the early season because we can play catch up footy if we do get behind but once we get through November and heading into December and January when it's pretty hard to get behind we've got a scheme that can deliver somewhere between four and five mils a day um, 
and we've got AT rates for a 10 day run average of seven mils and some forecasts of rain, it's pretty hard to say we'll run our soil bucket down leading into that period because we're on the back foot running through. Um, but the advanced mitigation stuff, it's um, like it's not just a moisture probe. We're not looking for just seeing people using moisture probes. That's pretty easy. We can bang the thing in the ground. But what does that mean? What is that? What does the wee line on the moisture probe mean? How many percentage movements across the um, y-axis or up the y-axis is that in millimetres? How much wriggle room have you got to run? How well calibrated is that probe? What does that specific site mean for the remainder of the property um, or, or remainder of crops? Um, and using all of that information to minimise the risk of drainage, because that's what we're ultimately trying to do with all of these practices, is we're trying to minimise um, surplus nitrogen sitting in the soil and we're trying to minimise the amount of drainage. If we don't have drainage or we don't have surplus nitrogen, we don't have an environmental problem. So. You know, you've you talked a little bit about um, varying the application um, based on the the crop and that and and the soil demand. So, do do you think that we need VRI, or is that one of the solutions? What else could be used? So, VRI is the easy fix to the problem. What we're really looking for um, in this space, Mel, is zonal management broken down by crop type and soil type because we, we need to be able to minimise the drainage by those soils. And how we do that is understanding how much of that bucket we can fill up or how big the bucket is, and then also understanding how much we're going to take out of that water bucket with the crop that's growing. Um, and how we manage that doesn't really necessarily require VRI. VRI is a really easy way of doing it because um, we don't have to think about where crops are going and align them with paddocks. Uh, paddock shapes, but we can run quadrant management or pie management um, if we're fortunate enough to be fenced in that way. So running quarters or halves of pivots and certain types of crops provided that lines up with soil types and managing the irrigation requirements according to those those quadrants. But that's that's not necessarily the easiest thing to set up at the outset. Um, obviously in a pasture farm that's pretty straightforward. So when we're looking at a crop farm it can take a wee bit of time to get the rotation in a space where we can actually implement that. Yeah, and indeed. Um, Steve, Lee, did you have anything you wanted to add to that? Oh, yeah, I could just say um, I've got a friend that, uh, that farms, dairy farms, um, and I had a chat with him one day and he, he said he had one moisture probe on his farm, and that's fine, I suppose, from a pastoral sense. But, you know, when you've got various soil types across your property that, you know, have have a different interaction with applied um, irrigation, rainfall, whatever it might be, um, then you, you need more. So one is not enough. And it, and it's it's having those and actually monitoring and working out what needs to happen when. So you've got it, you've got the tools there at your fingertips, use them and, and be efficient with what you put on. If you um, each were asked the question, what is your best recommendation for an irrigation mitigation? So your 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 top recommendation that you'd give to someone who is uh, his farming, um, what would that be? I think it's actually understanding your own farm best as you can in regards to irrigation soils, crops. Um, Mark? Um, very similar to what Steve's got to say, more information, more information, more information, and then use the information. You know, good management practice was sticking between the lines. We didn't know what the lines meant, but we knew we had to stick between them. Operating at a higher level is capturing much more of that rainfall. And to do that, we've got to understand what we've got in the soil, we've got to understand what the soil is, and we've got to understand what's coming out of that soil. And Lee? Advice would be know your soil type, um, adopt uh, technology, moil scent 
um, moisture sensors and use that technology. Yeah, knowledge knowledge is power, isn't it? It it gives you the opportunity to make good decisions. We've discussed some really interesting points today, but they don't stand alone when it comes to advanced mitigation. If you'd like to know more, take a listen to our next episode, which will be about nutrient management and edge of field mitigations. Thanks for listening.